Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Rich Polly, and we've got a bit of a full house, um, so I'm going to run through. Uh, joining me as usual, we've got Ben Hibbert. Be a sleepy cast, because we're all tired. A bit tired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hello and all that jazz. <laughs> we've also got the bestest boy, Liam Baker. <laughs> it's the biggest, bestest boy. Thank you very much. You're welcome. But hello. Hello. Sorry about the uh, chocolate marks on your hoodie, by the way. It's right. If it stains, I'm going to have to sell your child on eBay to pay for the uh, Fair enough. If the cleaning. Fair sorry enough. For pun- works, so- sorry for also punching you in the face. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> sorry it sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim's going to do some talking today. Good evening, Tim. Good evening. Hello. And finally joining us is uh, current reigning... Captain of Team Croatia from the XTC, Maciej Mandarov. Hello, and I'll try to not, not to pass out in the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as well as that, first things first, um, I didn't I didn't want to lead with it in the introduction. Obviously, last weekend we had the Sith Taker Open. Um, from all reports so far and everything that, that we think, um, it went really well. And we got Maciej on because he won it. So congratulations, Maciej. Well done. Woo, yeah, woo, I did woo. not expect it. I my my idea was I just wanted to play one more event and see some people in real life, and that's all I wanted to do. And it, was it was that one more? Is it was is this your swan song from X Wing? Say that's not true. Uh, we'll get into that later. It's I, I mean I'm maybe I'm not sure. I'll see. You had too much fun. You had too much fun. <laughs> Imagine playing X Wing in a venue that sells beer. Oh, okay, I, I'm, can I skip right to the highlight of my tournament? <laughs> Go it's on. not me, I'm going to hurt you. you know, I mean, <laughs> to be honest, get, getting the judges to, t- to, have a, to have table service for my beer was the highlight of my tournament. <laughs> it, it helps when you're at the top tables, when you go, can, can you just... Can you just go and grab me a quick beer? So I can like, I would do it, but the timer and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, which judge? Which judge did you have at your beck and call? Was it Daryl? I think it was Daryl. Yeah. So once again, thank you. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, so we're not going to ask you to do a rundown of your different games, and you know, a blue I want to hear every single game and every single turn, every turn of every game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, about wait, in the wait, I can phases. do it. I can do it in thirty seconds. Go once. Thirty seconds. Go one straight point at the enemy. Don't don't shoot at the Y wing. Don't shoot at the Y-Wing. <laughs> Screw the Y-Wing. I hate the Y-Wing. <laughs> okay, so first of all, M- Matthew, let's talk about um, the the list that you flew because it's not a super obvious list to most people. Um, and people, I think, today on the internet have been looking at it and going, wait, what? why? Because uh, some parts of it make a lot of sense and are quite obvious, but there's a, a little bit aforementioned Y-Wing that's a bit odd. So before we get into it, do you want to just quickly talk us through um, what your list's got. Uh, do you mind if I do a backstory first? Yeah, go on, go on. So basically, this is a list two years, exactly two years in the making. So, uh, yeah, I went to the 2020 UK SOS, and the idea was to bring a resistance jousting list, so to basically build a list that can just go one forward, shoot harder than anybody else, and eliminate all variants. And and I've been playing that on and off, 
And I think this is the final version of that. And I think it's it's about as good as it gets. It's funny. It feels like the most resistant thing ever. I think we perfected and found the list exactly at the point it will all be meaningless and illegal anyway. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it kind of morphed, uh, morphed through like... Um four ships into back into five ships with two pods with rose and finn and then you know it was kind of three t70s and then something else yeah so um, basically the the initial version uh, was uh, jessica, jessica power was the only pilot that has not left the list in two years and she's never leaving the list but so it's, i started with jess with lieutenant bastian uh kova with leah and r5 kazuda Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kova got dropped for Finn and Rose. Then Finn and Rose got dropped for Commander Poe. And then Kazuda got switched to be the Y-Wing in the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's a generic Y-Wing. Okay, so uh, the, the final missing link, has, basically the idea was, okay, I'm winning all the jousts. There's nothing in this game that can out-joust me. But what I'm losing to is Swarms, because they can just block me. And aces because they fly better than me. So I needed to reduce my joust and instead of that bring in some serious control. And the idea with the Y-Wing is he he basically he has two upgrades that define his uh, use. He had the Iron Cannon turret to say no to aces and the Chef Missile to say no to swarms. So I sacrificed a lot of my shooting potential, giving me a harder Swiss which is what ended up being a, a barely making it with 4-2, but it gave me a much better chance at cut and figuring out sw- swarms and aces, which I struggle struggle with normally. Cool. So just to clarify, the list as a whole is Commander Poe with no upgrades or just with Heroic? Uh, heroic, which if you watch the stream, paid for itself in the most crucial time possible. <laughs> yeah. So, Commander Poe with heroic, um, double nat, double blanks into two natural evades to stop him from being halved in your top eight game. Yes, and uh, yeah. shout out. My first shout out is going out to Ernestas because that was a game of a lifetime for me. That was the the when you broke your your Boba jinx, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's one of the I know. It might not be everybody's cup of tea because it ended up 40-20, but it was the most intense game I played in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good game to watch. Like, um, So, Commander Poe Heroic, Jess Parva, no upgrades? Not even a jamming beam. Not even a jamming beam. Don't even want to be tempted not to use her gun properly. Um, then a Red Squadron Expert with R68. Yeah, and I, I think I'm just gonna since uh, basically this list uh, this list is a result of 30 people working on it. I just ended up being the first person to use it. So <laughs> my second shout out goes to Alessandro Mazzi because he made me a believer in R68. That thing is way better than it reads on paper. Yeah, so that's the that snaps bullseye droid, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically a, a, any bullseye you have on the board is one reroll, and you would be surprised how many times a random ship has a bullseye that isn't even in the fight. Sometimes, yeah, just tickling somebody out at range three with a bullseye for no apparent reason. Oh, cool! Thanks. <laughs> you weren't worried about that one. Now you are. Now I've got a reroll on my three dice attack. Um, 
Yeah, and then the last thing that we've not talked about, uh, mentioned is that the Y-Wing has got the um, the wartime loadout on it, so it's got nine health instead of seven. Um, so it's a big, chunky, difficult thing to kill, basically. Yes, um, and as many people find out, it's difficult to kill, yet everybody kept trying. <laughs> Even uh, though you were actively telling them not to during the yeah, game. Yeah, I was very vocal. About, so I don't really play mind games that much. When I say something, I do truly mean it. And when I, I did tell people, please, people, you're making the wrong decision. Stop shooting them. And they just kept going and going and going. They must have thought it was a bluff. Games within games. <laughs> what were you going to say there, Liam? In my defence, the Y-Wing... You are a moron. Got it. I mean, yeah, but the Y-Wing is also the only thing that can really shut down Chertek in that matchup. If the Y-Wing dies, I get my shoe in. But Chertek died before the Y-Wing. That was very sad. So we have got an interesting dynamic here because Liam was one of Matcha's two Swiss losses. Oh. And then Matcha got revenge of the Swiss in, was it top four? Uh, top four. And, top four and, and yeah. To be honest, if I didn't lose to Liam in Swiss, I would have lost to him in cut. I think I, I benefited greatly from uh, losing to you in Swiss because you outplayed me so much, I had to rework my entire strategy for top four. Uh, in our game, in our first one in Swiss... Uh, you told me to boost, and I, I did do the boost because it got me a bad engage, but it got me a better turn for the rest of the game. So I made an initial mistake, which turned out to be a good thing, but in the second game, your turn zero was better. You did everything that you needed to do, and I made one mistake, and you didn't make a single one. Yeah, you said one. at the end, you, you said at the end it was dice, but it wasn't. The dice compounded what happened. But you deserve to win every every turn of that game. But that was only because you beat me in Swiss. I, I, I basically had to rework the entire game from the ground up for the second game. So I think I benefited. I think both of my Swiss losses benefited me much more than they this, uh, detracted for me. So who? What? What was the other list that beat you in Swiss? Was uh, it a jousty so, thing? No, no. It was. It was a similar. So basically. Uh, both of the, my Swiss losses were crucial because they were problematic matchups where I could learn a lot. So it was round six, and it was a German guy. I had dinner with him on Sunday. He was a great guy, and I'm going to butcher his name. It's Johannes Mamde. Mamde? Mamde? Okay, close enough. Yeah, and yeah Johannes Mamde. Mamde, okay. And he was flying Leah. Uh, uh, Leah, Soka, and uh, Luke, and I, I, I tend to struggle against the Rebel Falcon a lot, which uh, I figured out how what to do then, and then I transferred that to the final against Rebel Han. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, I mean, it, it's been super interesting, um, and you know, it was interesting watching, uh, for particularly for me, um, watching you and Liam playing your top four game, because. Having watched both of you playing differently and and often um, in games, um, whether it was on stream or me just walking around the hall, um, you're both quite vocal players and you're both quite verbal players um, and you're very chatty and you talk and you make jokes and you fool about. But when you two were playing each other in top four, I walked past and sat and watched the game at one point and it was like 10 minutes of just dead silence, except for the odd, shall I move? Yes. 
three bank focus kind of and it was very very and it was very obvious that it was getting really intense um and do, do you think that was as a result of the fact you'd already played in swiss so you'd done all of the banter and or was it just the stress of that particular game or at least for me, I realized that both Liam and I are probably the same type of player where we talk a lot to maybe even get into their opponent's head a bit. So I don't think we could do that to each other. So at least for me, myself, I just decided to shut up and play. Uh, I, because he wasn't being as vocal, I was like, okay, he's taking this a little more serious than me. I'll try and match it. Uh Basically, because when I play, I try and bounce off the opponent's energy and just try and enjoy it more. Sometimes there's a couple of mind games in there like, are you sure you're doing that? Or, oh, I didn't expect that. But to be fair, I still think in that cut game, there was still that energy, but only for the first 15 minutes when we were trying to get into our positioning. Uh but all the way throughout, like, I misdialed something. I thought I did a three bank. And I reached straight for the three. Uh, I, I, did, I dialed a five forward. And I just carried on doing the three bank. And I was like, oh, when Matty pointed it out. And he's like, just do it anyway. And I did try a small mind game later on. Like, I was never going to make him do what his dial said. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was right between a 4K and a three bank. And he was like three bank. I was like, that's a four k. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I, I love, like, yeah, like, I love the attempt there. <laughs> I was like, he was like, it's clearly that. And I was like, no, it's not. Look. <laughs> and then I just adjusted it for him. I was like, there you go. Now it's a three bank. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was a small period where Matty was going, dude. I let you have that earlier. <laughs> I was never going to do him dirty like that. Well, a Honestly, momentary, like, a momentary flash of panic. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I'm never gonna let. I'm, I'm not gonna do anyone like that. Like, yeah, it's a I mean, missed all, like it happens. The the games were played, and every every game that I was watching was being played in in a really good spirit. And I did see quite a lot of that kind of, you know, it's fine, man. It, you know, it was like, you know, oh, of course my phones are open. I was like, yeah, yeah, fine, whatever. You know, there there wasn't anybody kind of um, leaning on the minutiae to try and, you know, get an edge on that. It was, you know, the the, the top cut games were being played. Um, firm but fair um and you know and but they were being played in the spirit of the game as as much as they were being played within the rules so um it was really interesting and, and good to watch them so that's fantastic um one game that possibly some of our listeners might want you to have a bit of a chat about matcha is you finished in 33rd place one person dropped and i would like which to take this opportunity cut. To, to give out my third and biggest shout out to dale because dale caused all of this he dropped and that <laughs> put me into 32 so so you got 4-2 you were in 33rd place you were one mov ahead of ben in 34 yep, i was place. 34 <laughs> by one mov <laughs> i am so i am so sorry <laughs> Oh no! I got tabled first round. I deserved it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to come on to you in a bit, Ben. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, it's particularly that game. Um, so, um, so you then haven't finished thirty second. You had to play King of Switch, Swiss, which was Ollie Pocknell, who got six and zero, and basically fan, deployed was... his laser beam at six different squads. 
and just nuked them off the table. So how how did you approach that game? I think he was more upset about that pairing than myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually ended up being roommates with him. And thank you for that, Oli, because um, I initially wanted to come in with a bunch of French guys. But due to real life stuff that collapsed and I ended up not having a room and he gave me a bed in his room and I appreciate that. And But we ended up talking uh, about it before the game and we agreed on it that my list is basically designed to, to specifically counter his list. So I, 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 if you want, I could go in a, like a five minute overview of the game if we have time. I mean, we've got time if you've got time. Um, Perfect. Just to, okay. to chat through it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at this point, I, I uh, so uh, turn zero, I messed up, and I set up uh, rocks so that it favored his side of the board. And in a joust match, where we are end, we are end up ending up jousting anyway. Who has the better rocks will probably have the better engagement, and he will probably win. So I was upset at myself because I think he got the t- turn zero be- done better than me. And then I took a gamble that knowing goalie, he's, been, he's a super patient player. He will probably not joust me if I choose not to joust. And what I did was attempted to switch sides. So I deployed in the left corner. He deployed this in his left corner. And I basically rushed to the other side of the field to go into his deployment while he was circling around the edge to come to my deployment. And about after 15 minutes, we literally just swapped sides. We even physically just went across the, uh, the table. And I think that helped me because suddenly I had his deployment and he had mine and the rocks favored me now. And then I think he still, and then he we engaged somewhere in the middle. And I think he got the better engage, but he was the tiniest bit too careful with Jan and uh, Jan and Jake, and he kept them at range three, where he should have probably went range two with them, mm-hmm. and that gave me just the tiniest opening to dice him, and then I diced him, and that's it. <laughs> I like I like how you finish the story with, and then I diced him. <laughs> it's like you're flying a list that's got double mods for for fun. <laughs> no, yeah, but it wasn't the... Uh, so the game broke in a very specific point. So he shot first. Mm-hmm. Everything went into my red. We were down to the last shot, and my red was one health, he had one health left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jan shoots at range three, has a focus, has a lock, three hits. I don't have any defensive mods. I need three evades, or I lose the game right there and then. Net is. Okay. And so then that, that Red lives, moment. everybody yeah. goes back into Hera. Red dies by blocking everybody. I push I push Red straight into his formation. He explodes violently, but he does his job. I manage to take down Hera. The Y-Wing ionizes Wedge three rounds in a row. And I think there wasn't really any coming back from that. Yeah, I mean, so that's just going back to your, your earlier point about the the Y-Wing and why it's such a good piece is that, it, you know, if Wedge is sitting just in front of you and you don't manage to trade him off in that turn, he then K-turns behind you and has access to Hera's focuses 
um, as Hera comes forward. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's very, very difficult at that point. But with you being able to ionize Wedge, that then means that he drifts out of the fight, gets no shots for three turns. Yeah, basically, um, I think he played it a tiny bit better and I, I, I got the exact amount of luck I needed at the exact moment I needed it. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, I mean, I don't really have any other questions about your run and about that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, it was amazing to see you at the event because you you know you flew over from Croatia um, to play in the City Group, which was fantastic. Which I just kind of want to um, have a quick run down of the countries of people who attended. Um, so we had Germany, France, Italy. Croatia, Malta, Ireland. Have I missed anybody? Uh, Ernestus is Lithuanian. Lithuanian, but he lives in England now. Ah, so. true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Greece, Greece. I played oh, the yeah. Greece player in top 16. Ah, uh, but that was Demetrius. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he lives in London. He's he's a London-based. Um, but yeah, he's he's natively Greek, so yeah. Um, so you know, we had people travelled from like five or six countries, plus Cornwall, which is basically a foreign country as and well. Scotland. And Scotland and Wales. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Bremi I mean, travelled from like the top of the country. Literally the top yeah. of the country. As, as he puts it himself, if he lived any further north, his feet would be wet. Um, <laughs> he might be in the Arctic Circle. He's um, <laughs> that far up. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was crazy and it was amazing, you know, that we saw not only a lot of familiar faces from around the Northwest and, you know, from a little bit further afield, you know, people traveling from all over the country that, you know, we, we know because we've seen them at events before. We saw a lot of new players, a lot of young players as well, um, which was fantastic. Um, but yeah, to get people traveling internationally for the event. Um, you know, we had a few for the last couple of Sith Taker Opens. Um, Christian Jesperson came to the first one from Denmark and we were just astonished that somebody had travelled from Denmark for our little event. And it was this is amazing. Um, and he had a ticket for this one, but obviously because of COVID, he wasn't able to come. But, um, you know, and we had other guys who had to, to cancel from other countries as well this time. So we're hoping that um, next year, because we are going to run another one, that next year we can continue spoiler to alert. attract. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, next year we can continue to attract um, a, a, an international audience. Although hopefully... OP will be up and running from AMG by that point. So depending on what shape that is, um, it might not be such an attractive proposition. I think this year we hit a... It's the biggie, isn't it? It's the biggie. Um, it's the first big one in the UK since uh, since COVID's happened. Um, Liam, just very quickly, we, we kind of mentioned it in passing, but you finished top four, which is a huge achievement. It's amazing. So well done. Cheers. Yeah, I mentioned it last year as well, but I enjoyed it more this year. It's, it was um, slightly bigger this time around, but I mean, it was more than double the capacity, but uh, and there was an extra round of cut. But I enjoyed it more because I was running my list, not Malarus. Yeah, like my so back you... feels so much better this time round. <laughs> I wish mine did. <laughs> only, only having to run three ships around, yeah. Exactly. Three very but... nice ships as well. Thank you. I uh, paid for them myself. <laughs> <laughs> So um, you got knocked out in top four by Matcha. Um, did you? Before that, you know, you were um, you were. It seemed like you were fairly comfortable into a lot of the matchups, but just uh, uh, the, the Croatian dice wizard, the Eastern European dice wizard, as as he is now known, apparently. <laughs> so uh, saw you off. 
Yeah, I think overall, like every apart from my fifth game was against OJ Hemmings, which was and wedge Jake. It was a bad matchup for me, so I was just like, well, I'm just going to be hyper aggressive, and if it doesn't go well, it doesn't go well. Uh, so 30 minutes had passed, and the game had ended. I'd lost, and I was like, right, I can sit and chill. And then, uh, obviously, I've got my bearings back, got some energy in me, because I was also dead on my feet. And also, another shout-out for Dale Cromwell. Uh, it's possibly one of the easiest games communication-wise I've had, because we literally talked through every interaction, so there was no confusion. It was like, right, this is doing this, which means this. It was very, it was a very crisp game. Uh, and given the reputation he had, I was a bit worried as soon as I drew, drew him. Uh, but I managed to get a decent position and drag things from left to right and go five and one. There wasn't a single easy game. I'll put that out there. Like I won, it looked comfortable, but everyone made me work for the result I got. Every single person. It hasn't been a single event until now where I wasn't able to win 225. Yeah. I mean, the the room itself was, was fairly tough. Um, you know, there was a lot of very good players there. I was having a, a bit of a chuckle to myself um, because uh, two uh, good friends of ours, um, Lewis Witham and Tom Reed, were drawn in, in round one. Um, they played on stream and it was like, wow, you know, they, they, they would have been hoping to meet each other in round four or, or five, you know, when they yeah. had a good few wins under the belt and, you know, were, were trucking on their way to cut. Um, but to meet in round one um, and then play it out on stream, that was that was crazy. Um, then I was having a bit of a laugh at um, Tom's uh, Tom's first three uh, rounds because and he, he, I think he, he won his first three. He might have won his first two and ended up 2-1. But he had, uh, yeah, he had Lewis in round one. He then had Gary McDowell, who was the Team Ireland XTC captain, um, in round two. Uh, and then he had um, Andy Cameron in round three. Um, and it was just like, right, that that that's that's kind of what you expect rounds four, five, and six to be like. Yeah, <laughs> not rounds one, two, and three. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a bit of a rough room. Um, you know, there were, uh, there were obviously players of all abilities there, um, but you know, it was it wasn't an easy place to come and and, and Hoover up wins. Um, and I think it's a credit to to you um, and to Match and, and to Ben as well, honestly, that you you didn't just um, finish, you know, kind of okay. You you all finished well. You made a cut, and then obviously Match well, Ben didn't make a cut by one. Yeah, in thanks again. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, then Matthew went on to win it. So, um, so you, the the list you were using, Liam, was your your Grievous Chertek Django thing. Wasn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah, With it was the completely it... wholesome ensnare Chertek. He's I four, so it's fine, isn't it? Exactly. And if he does bump you, uh, I've got intimidation too, because oh. what's not to like about that? I, I hate that ship with the passion. <laughs> it it loves separatist token. Separatist token uh, sharing is what can you I call comment it. On, it? A, on our game, uh, comment on our game a bit. Yeah, yeah, go on. Go on. Uh, the che- I chaffed Chertek by accident. <laughs> I dropped I dropped that chef to hit Grievous and then you and I accidentally chaffed Chertek. So I'm just gonna yeah. come out and say that wasn't intentional. To be fair, I th- like uh, my mate Adam commented. He was like. He went for the 
chaff on Chertek. I was like, no, he didn't. That was clearly going for Grievous. I don't think you expect me to be as gung-ho with Chertek, and not a lot of people do. Um, I realised there was a bit of bad, sloppy board play on my part because Grievous, uh, sorry, Chertek ended up on about a 93-degree angle, <laughs> which put him towards the rock. So there, I think there was one part, I think the alarm went off and I was sitting there. I asked the judges to clear all the unnecessary tokens that Chertek was sitting on. He was about four mil above the, the actual play mat, sitting on tokens. And I, I think I think Matty will remember better than me, but for about a good minute, I was just staring at this gap, wondering if I could boost Chertek forward and get out some arcs. I was second-guessing myself every time. Damn and me. then I rocked myself. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I saw that one. I think I saw you throwing your template over to one side in a momentary moment, momentary fit of three year old tantrum. It was because let's be honest, I'm a giant baby. Uh, <laughs> and I'm better baby. than that. Biggest bestest birthday baby, but I'm better than that. And that wasn't like I wasn't frustrated at the game. I wasn't frustrated at Mattia. That was just a small Liam. Why are you such a sorry, Tim? Hey, hey! It's okay. He's gonna he's gonna beep that out. So don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, uh, it was. Um, I, I'm I'm just struggling to um, to think about what to talk about next because there's so many things kind of buzzing around in my head that are just like I, I know I'll be interested in, but I don't know if the listeners will be interested in. I mean, about, you know, the... while you're thinking, can I just thank my opponents? Yeah, go on. Okay, so I'm going to thank Phil Blackmore, Oliver Williams, a.k.a. The Boy, uh, Mattia, <laughs> obviously here, Don, Flan- Don Flanagan, O.J. Hemmings, Dale Cromwell, Barry Baz Robertson, who offered me a wrench. Oh, and, uh, I've got to talk about that it. in a minute. Uh, Sam Cooper, who apparently was convinced to fly a real list and then gave me one of the hardest games I've played uh, four HMPs, and I've never been so stressed. Oh man, I saw you sweating on that one. Absolutely sweating. Everyone did. Six to a hundred. Uh, yes. And you and got I it had... on the last turn. Uh, yeah, I went <laughs> at one point. So the the HMP was it was tracted. It was on four health, and I put it down to one health with uh, Grievous. I had a bullseye range one shot with Chertek. I rolled it. I got two hits, and he was like, "Ah, he's dead." And because I was so relieved, I just completely ignored what he said. And I went, you're tracked so I re-roll two and I spend the focus. That's four hits. He's like, he's dead. I was like, but now he's really dead. <laughs> yeah. I could use this to shout out to my opponents as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to read uh, 10 names because I'm going to butcher nine of them. So I'm going to say hello and thank you for a great game to all of them. But I will shout out one in particular. That is Lex, the round one opponent. And I'm shouting you out because I needed the most improbable scenario to ever happen in a game to save that game. And I think I would have lost my chance at cut immediately in the first round if I don't win that game. So That, sound, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go over it, but I, I basically needed a million a one shot and I, and I got it through sheer stupidity and luck so thank you thank you for being a graceful, a graceful opponent and thank you for not being angry at me for what i did 
I mean, it sounds like there's more of a story to be told there, but maybe it's one for another day and a couple yeah, of days. Uh, yeah, it, it needs like a five-minute set. Uh, basically, in short, I needed to have uh, Vader and Suntir in the last round through range three obstructed shots. Oof. Were you shooting him with the two dice Y-Wing primary? So basically, uh, I, I had a single modded red range three obstructed shot into full Suntir, and I had a range two shot with the Y-Wing into a almost halved Vader. And I basically needed every single dice to be paint and every single of his dice to be blanks. So when you say you dice people, it's not even a lie, is it? No, I mean, it's literally <laughs> not a lie, no. I was watching your games and you were getting average rolls, but it was like average rolls when it didn't matter. It just seems to be that when the when the big crunch i spike when i need to spike yeah you spike that's the, that's what that's what we're looking at um liam you mentioned um baz who who um baz average joe on discord and uh, yes. you mentioned the fact that he gave you a wrench and yeah um, and i hadn't heard about this at all until the saturday night after swiss had finished and uh, ed holmes um came up to me and one of the other scottish lads whose name i can't remember Is um, it bobby it might have been basically shouted. Um, they were telling me the story about how um, their wives were all in a WhatsApp group together and they just ignored a message that he'd put up, which is Edge just whacked me in the nuts with a wrench. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, ha, this is a joke from before. And he was like, no, today he whacked me in the nuts with a wrench. And I was like, what? And Ed pulled this wrench out of his pocket. And I was like, why have you got, why are you carrying a spanner around with you? And he was like, I got it off one of my opponents. And, um, <laughs> I was like, what? And then Baz was still there. He came up and he just said, he just said, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge an arc. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dodgeball. And he had the average Joe's t-shirt on from dodgeball. And I was like, it all makes sense. And the whole thing makes sense. And I'd had so much beer at that point. I just couldn't stop laughing because it was the funniest thing ever. It was, it was absolutely hilarious because every game he was playing in against people, when they went to dodge an arc, he just went, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge an arc. And just like had a wrench in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fantastic um but yeah uh but it was funny it was so funny also that happened to ed first so he got to pick the biggest wrench as well <laughs> he <did>. um <laughs> yeah, he's an absolute mug everyone knows the best wrench is a 10 mil <laughs> for what purpose exactly <laughs> getting 10 mil nuts off mattia come on <laughs> Right. Okay. Let's not get oh. into a into a hardware war. <laughs> oh, also, just a quick one because I didn't quite get to him. Dan Zureb. Uh, he was my top eight opponent. I never thought I'd get a mirror match. Uh, I did. He had a Techno Union bomber, and I had Chertek. He ended up rocking his own fire spray, and he handed me uh something from the Premier Inn, and it says, "How do you like your eggs?" Because his Facebook name is Dan Eggs. <laughs> And he literally read on it on a rock. <laughs> and oh. he's on such a chill guy. And yeah. it was such a it was a fun game. Then again, like oh. all my games were hard, all my games were fun. It was a brilliant weekend, it really was. Yeah, I mean it was one of those you're talking about top eight, and top eight was the first time I, I looked across the, the back row of the hall where the where Top Cut was being played. And I thought to myself, literally any one of these people can win this tournament at this point. 
um, this is going to come down to a little bit of skill, a little bit of luck at the right time and some, you know, particular choices. And if somebody makes a mistake, that's probably it for them kind of thing, um, because the quality of players across the, the top row um, was was exceptional. Um, there were a couple of players in the top eight who'd never gone that deep into cup before, but they were playing really, really well. Um, so I want to do a particular shout out to uh, Richard King, who's one of the Sith takers um, who made it to top eight. Um, so well done to him. Um, and he's ben, earned a nickname. You have, you have to be nice to him. It, it's Big Dick King now. The what? Big Dick King. Okay. That's not a swear. That's not a swear. Is that the babble noise in the making? No, that's mate, that's, mate. that's a shortened version of Rich. It is a shortened version of Richard in the UK. Let's see. Let's see if it makes cut. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yes, yeah, so well done to Rich. And then we other we also had other Sith takers who made who made cut as well. Apart from from them, Rich Martin Purvis made cut as well. So he flew a, a resistance. Oh, no one cares uh, then... about Martin. Can we mention <laughs> Can we mention that list because that is completely off the wall and I love it. Oh, it's insane! It's like uh, Zori Bliss in the in the Y wing with um, concussion missiles and advanced so with, torpedoes and advanced proton torpedoes and marksmanship and an R four. And uh, obviously wartime loadout, and you're like, what? What you've got? Okay, so you've got big punchy guns at every range. Oh, and a dorsal turret as well, because why not? Um, and then he had uh, the three I five A wings, the ones that matter. He had Lulu with just uh, heroic, I think. Um, ZZ with clusters, advanced optics, and heroic, and Tally with heroic and prockets. Um, and yeah, I saw his list um, when I was kind of scrolling through them, checking them um, towards the start of the day. And I was like, oh, another typical Martin bit of madness. And he just kept <laughs> winning. Because like he, he turns up at club nights sometimes with this absolute bonkers list that he just dreams up in his own head. Um, and they go nowhere. And I was like, oh, it's one of those. <laughs> or, you know, they're a bit weird or a bit janky. And then, you know, yeah, he, he absolutely smashed it. And I think he got to top 16 with it before he got knocked out. So, um yeah, so well done to him, um, and uh, well done to Rich I mean, he, as well. He lost to the finalist. I'm just looking at DTT right now. He lost to OJ, did he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam Freeman, also another Sith taker. Ah, yes. Yeah, he got into top 32, didn't he? He did. And I want to shout out uh, Ash Turner and Sam Webb. It was Sam Webb's first cut ever, and Ash Turner. Uh, he's one of our locals down in Wolverhampton. Uh, I think it was his first cut, or might be second. But fantastic efforts by everyone, to be honest. Oh, yeah, and James played... Lansdale. Oh, and James Lansdale. Yeah, uh, not the boy, though. I don't know how he even made cut. <laughs> so you're not going to shout out Ollie because you don't know how he made cut? Who? The boy? Ollie Williams. Oh, the boy. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand how he did it, to be honest. Mad. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll do my spicy podcast uh co-hosts uh connor and potnell as well who let me down top 32 yeah yeah i mean there, <laughs> um, there was a um there, there was such a there was such a um a strong thing and you know i i i know that i'm gonna miss somebody that i want to mention um i do want to give um kester smith a a shout out for his performance on day one he was queen of swiss he came second um with his um Whisper Kylo Grudge and two um, FO bombers, uh, two generic FO bombers. Um, he basically boosted and prox bind his way to victory, um, but he had a lot of very, very close, very, very stressful games. Not um, the first one, wasn't? 
No, the first one wasn't. Ben, do you want to talk to us about his first game? Where he, he Kester had a smashing MOV all day because he started off getting a straight 400 points off Mr. Hibbert, claiming yeah. the only person to 200 nil assist take your bounty. Yep. Um, which we actually, Kester. I actually lost, we lost, I think there was three bounties on our game and I also claimed one for rolling four blanks. Yeah, which wasn't supposed to be a bounty. Uh, was it not? Then, no. It's all right because no. I give the tokens to someone else anyway. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I completely misremembered. I'd got rid of that one and replaced it with um, four natural evades um, as being much more unlikely than four blanks. That, that, that didn't happen at all in that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, yeah, you you had a bit of a rough a bit of a rough morning against Kester. Like, I mean, you were a bit hungover. You'd been out the night before. I was a lot hungover. Maybe um, still drunk. Yeah, I think I was still. I started to sober up. Halfway through our game, after you realised um, what he was doing to you, well, <laughs> like he spanked me, but also my dice hated me too because it got to the point where every time I rolled the dice, that Kester just went, "Sorry, mate." <laughs> so Kester should have definitely beat me, but maybe not such a spanking. Was he saying "sorry, mate" before he no. actually looked at the results? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't look him in the eye at this point. I was too ashamed. <laughs> oh, I've just remembered we've got another one, um, Matt Cook, who um is technically Vagbound Squadron, but has kind of become Sith Taker adjacent since he's moved to the Northwest as well. He also made cut with his ghost list. Um so didn't want to forget anybody. And then a bunch of other friends of the Sith Takers like Dan Athey, um and Julian Hood and, and Demetrius and oh, loads and loads and loads and loads of people. I can't name check the whole top 32, otherwise we'll be here all day. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, the, just looking across the top eight as I went back to start saying before this started was um, I looked at it and I thought literally any of these guys can win this now. You know, there's a few people that you would think maybe you're a bit more of a favourite than the others, but not would have been not me if I didn't much. lose so badly. <laughs> Which I mean, ended yeah. up being super important for me, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, that, that's a valid point though. if you look at that I look at every single one of those people apart from the buy and go you know what I wouldn't I'm be un- I, w- that forever. <laughs> I wouldn't be unhappy if you won this yeah I mean I was looking at the lightsaber at the start of the day and I was thinking I hope I don't have to hand this to somebody that you know oh but then I looked at the room and was like, there's not actually anybody in the room that I'd be annoyed to hand this thing to, to be honest. Um, yeah, because Asha ben... didn't come. <laughs> no, we, got honestly... the, we got the best Hemmings, not the budget version. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it was. <laughs> the, there was nobody in the room that I, I would have been, you know, unhappy seeing them walking away with the thing. And the, I was very, very happy. Not even the buy. No, because you know if you if listen listen if you win in a hundred and sixteen person tournament and you do it in the right spirit, then you deserve it. It's the it's the win. So you know, and I was super super happy um, to see you know in the top four. I was like, yep, any of these people, perfectly happy for them to win it. Um, and then at the end of the day, you know, Matthew won it and got to wave a lightsaber around on stream while drinking a bottle of beer in celebration <laughs> and failing Which, at both. Yeah, which is which is since been still in learning. It's, it's since been, since been clipped into a little Twitch clip with some wonderful stereotypical Eastern European music playing in the background. So you know what's not to like. Uh, I'll also point out that Mattia uh, informed me there's a, a stereotype about creations, uh, creations, Croatians, and how like fingered they are, and then uh, decided to take all of my tokens. 
Yeah, and, <laughs> ended up doing that on stream as well. So I was on a streak today, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, literally said to me, he's like, oh, this isn't good for the stereotype. Then takes a dice off me. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you suddenly found yourself with a massive bag full of oversized stream tokens from podcasts? Semi-related. Well? I was cleaning out my bag today. I might need to post some tokens back. <laughs> what have you, okay. what have you found? I found uh, the number four target lock for the stream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Excellent. Um, I'm just going to move on quickly. I want to talk about day two um, a little bit. I want to give a bit of a shout out. So on day two, we ran um, a, a rule set that was aligned to some rules that have been used online by Hexiled, uh, by Hexiled Gaming. Um, so thanks to um, Scott, Maui, um, and Rookie One, um, and the rest of the guys there. Um, I had a load of help from um, Jonathan Hall, who's one of the Sith takers that's also um, involved in the Hexiled community quite a lot you know to, to help me to understand the rules and i could go to him with kind of judge calls relating to them when i just couldn't quite figure out um the interactions um thanks to all the players who played it um we had about 60 started and about 40 that finished um and it was played in the right spirit everybody kind of went right we're playing a side event it's got some weird janky rules um so you know let's see let's see what happens um and uh, our friend Mike Upton from uh, the Sith Takers, uh, who also is uh, part of Vector Squadron Creative, uh, went 4-0, um, which I think he was more surprised than anybody else that he went 4-0 on the day, but um, he deserved it. He was flying an older version of the list that Matthew won the main event with. So he was flying the same list, but with Kaz instead of the Y-Wing. The, the Chris Burnett version. Yeah, the Chris Burnett version. Commander Chris, as we call it, instead of Commander Chaff. And, and, um, and I like that the only uh, only we call it that, basically. It's it's called Dice Wizards by everybody else, isn't it? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, Dice Wizards. And so, sh um, uh, shout out to Tom Fields and for remembering how to play and doing a 4-0 in the second day. Yeah. So there were uh, what one, two, three, four, five. I think six or seven people went four zero. So um, Matt Hartshorn, Ben, Ben Hibbert, he went four zero. Well done, yeah, Ben. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> that would be really shocking, though. Corentin Rue, who um, who buyed in after a couple of rounds of the side event because he was playing in the main cut. Um, he got the a four filthy, as well. filthy Django sum oh, list. Yes, it's disgusting. I'll tell you a, a, a quick dice related anecdote about that. Um, I was walking past when he was playing Kester, so Kester knocked him out in I think top 16. Um, and uh, he'd shot at I think it was Kylo, um, and something had happened so that Kylo had to take a deplete, um, like a suppressive gunner or something like that. So Kylo had a, a single red dice. Um, range three obstructed into a lone wolfed Django Fett, um, who had no other tokens, but basically he was rolling four greens with one reroll. So against one red. And uh, guess what happened? <laughs> was it the last damage that was needed? <laughs> it was the last damage that was needed to put Django on half points. Of course. <laughs> Just rolled one hit out of hand, three three blanks and a focus, lone wolfed into another focus. And even the the, the cherishing the green dice before he lone wolfed it, the giving it a little kiss, the holding it like, you know, please just save me this one. No, didn't work. Um, focus into focus or blank into focus. And it was like, wow. You know, when you see it's a one red dice, and you think it can't do anything. One red dice can't do anything. Oh, no, it can. Against five greens, it'll be fine. It'll be 
fine. I also want to point out in the road event that there was two Thai heavies that went undefeated. Yeah, me, um, me I just want to finish my rundown. I was just going to finish the rundown. We've we've mentioned Tom, um, Dave Sutcliffe, um, so from Stem the Leader, and uh, Don Flanagan from the Farcast um, also went four and zero. So uh, Mike won it by a, a good chunk of MOV by about yeah. seventy something MOV um, over the four rounds. So it wasn't particularly close um, in the end, but uh, they all walked away with some cool stuff from uh, Louis Leong's uh, new tournament kit. Uh, which was what we used for prizing uh, for day two. So, yeah, all that lovely Mandalorian swag. So well done to those guys. Um, and thanks to everybody else for taking part in the side event um, and for bearing with us while we made off-the-cuff rules calls about stuff that we just hadn't <laughs> considered or thought about. Um, but um, we had a bit of a line out to the Hexiled people as well. So we were checking rulings as we were going to see if we were aligning with what they'd already said, and we and we did. So um, it was all good. Um it was great fun. Um, the other thing I want to talk about before we um, kind of move off is um, obviously Alex Watkins did his raffle there. Um, it went off really well. Um, and uh, some of the people in the room got to win some stuff. Everybody was using the massive shield tokens at the end of it. Like literally everybody had one of the ships um, shielded up with the, the, the oversized shield tokens. And I think they might become a feature, um, to be honest. Uh, you didn't. That's because you've got no soul or joy in your life. No, I've got no um, shields on my ships. I'd have loved some shields. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, so um, we, we know that Alex has raised at least £10,000 for uh, the fundraiser for Phoebe. Um, so he's now off to um, post everything out to all the people who want it. Um, I didn't win anything. Sad face. Um, never mind. You got the card um, you wanted. Yeah, but I got the card I wanted. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, and I'm just going to do a quick rundown of thank yous to the suppliers for the open. So Koga2 did us an awesome deal on a whole bunch of our price support, including the, the cool five straight um, lightsaber things that we gave people. Um, Element Games did us some really good discounts on the store credit that we were able to hand out to people um, for various things. And as well as that, they obviously organized and facilitated the entire event. And then we had the uh, the Farcast Focus streamed for us, which was super. Fly Better gave us a whole bunch of official um amg slash asmodee style support um and then vector squadron we've mentioned mike already mike designed um some custom cards which cog then printed for us which went to top eight and they were really cool and then finally jason at enigma who gave us a whole bunch of support over it um so thanks for that um, also thank amg because they approved fly better giving us that stuff yes yeah they did um so that was really cool um tim Tim's been sitting quietly waiting for his moment. This was this was my first <laughs> this was my first big uh well big tabletop gaming event really that I've been involved in running. Um I've gushed on multiple channels and in various places about the fact I wouldn't have been able to do it without your help. So I'll just say thank you again to you um for um helping out. So Tim had a ticket because he wanted to play in a big event and he said uh he said if we go over seventy five tickets, I'll refund my ticket and TO it. Because you know, you might need the help. I was like, thank you. And we went over 75 tickets within a week of tickets going live. So you were only briefly registered as a player um, before deregistering. Um, how did the event go from your perspective? Um, yeah, I mean, I broke my golden rule, which was don't go full pinta. So I apologize uh, for for the grumpiness. <laughs> I've never ever seen you that drunk in all the times we've been out drinking. Well, 
X-Wing events are very, uh, like, so much easier to set up compared to 40k events. And obviously, I've got a lot of background in setting up 40k events. So, setup went really quickly. And uh, I may or may not still get staff discount across the bar. And I don't get to abuse it that often. And, uh, yeah, I went full Pinter. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. You were sat, you were sat in the beef eater saying nice things to me. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember any of it. I mean, I'm I, more I, impressed you could understand what he was saying. <laughs> Actually, because I I did not know what he said. He said, and I just gave him a hug. I was like, okay, Tim. (laughs) Who is it it that threw the knife at me? Uh, Me and Darren. Uh, Yeah, there was a few knives that came my way. So, uh, yeah, the event itself, um, thankfully, we had a team of four on the Saturday. So that made things nice and easy (laughs) because I think we could have got away with three. I think I actually approved that for about half the day. Uh, but then I felt a little bit better, and the uh, Tin Squadron, big shout-out to them. Um, they brought us uh, fantastic Cornish pasties again, and that just gave me my second wind, and you know, that's what we kicked on through. Uh, big shout-out to Dennis uh, from Tabletop TO. Um, anybody that's thinking about running events, I, I thoroughly recommend using this this free online software Um from my perspective, I've used it from like eight player events up to, yeah, you know, like 140 players. And without it, I mean, we could literally walk around the phone. All the judges had their, you know, smartphones, tablets, whatever. And we could be doing, uh, we can do data entry. We can, we can check lists. I could actually do the pairings off my phone. Um, so it makes it like so much easier. Um, we did have a bit of a nightmare Sunday morning. Um, which is probably where my experiences of, of running events came in, and I was able to um, essentially I had to delete the round one draw, repair it manually, and enter all the results, and blah 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 blah. But I've actually been chatting to Dennis a little bit overnight, um, just feeding him back some of the information from the weekend, and he's actually got a couple of new ideas that he's looking to bring in. Um, so one that he was thinking about bringing in is uh, players can check in by like scanning a QR code when they get into the venue. Um, and that would speed up registration massively for us. I mean, we had two pairs of people, um, and it was still very quick for what we did, um, but just having the players just co- like coming in and you just scan a QR code to say, yes, I'm in the hall. and then Because yeah, that's all I need registration for, because everybody submits their lists online. So as long as your lists are in, uh, we just need to know if you're here so we can pair round one. I have a, I have a feeling that Simon from First Earth wrote a little program that did that for nerf herder three yeah because he's a developer so he just wrote a simple program that basically said it'll it'll take the yasby he said you need to get this code off yasby or launch bay next it'll just take it it'll dump it in and then we'll have your list in the right format and we'll know that you're here so you don't need to do anything else other than walk up and show us a qr code from one of those squad builders um, and everybody was like, what? And then yeah, quickly think, realized that it was amazing. You just walked past with your phone out and just beeped something, and then off you, that was it. We, we used the official squad builder at the time. Because do you remember it used to have those codes oh, built in? Yeah, you and had you had to, to name your squad a certain thing. I can't remember how it worked now. Yeah, but it was really good. It was very good. It was very confusing to everybody because we all had to figure out how to use the official squad builder. <laughs> <laughs> and it was disappointing that FFG never did the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's it's you know it's good to have people like that in the community who are you know actively you know looking to improve these free tools that they give us. Um, you know, the same goes with you know um, you know Flipster and the others doing you know tabletop simulator and stuff like that. Um, so massive thanks to Dennis and just keep up the good work. 
uh, with Tabletop TO. Uh, but no, event-wise, I think I think it went really well. There, there were times where we were a little bit delayed through one reason or another, um, but the way that you know we'd set the structure up, um, there were little five- and ten-minute breaks between the rounds that the players didn't see because we didn't sort of announce them as official breaks. Um, but it just meant that we kept clawing back that time that we ended up and I think both days we, you know, we finished on time, if not maybe a little early, um, and that's that's all I look for is just running on time, um, you know. And then that way, at least people can make plans. Um, you know, we did the six rounds of Swiss on the Saturday, and then Top Cut. Um, I did knock the fifth round off the side event, and in hindsight, I think that's the way that we'll, we'll announce it going forwards, um, just because the final could last for forty minutes, um, and you don't want you know, everybody else were waiting, you know, an extra half an hour or so for the side event to finish or, you know, the way it can be, it could be longer because obviously there's a lot of games that go to time and then those last turns take five to ten minutes. Um, but now a massive thanks to all the players. Um, I think um, from an event, uh, sort of TOing point of view, it was dead easy. Um, yes, we got, like you said, we got lots of rules queries um, from the, the side event, but we were bound to because we were playing essentially an untested rules pack. Um, you know, we, yes, we use the rules that Hexile use, but um, we, we don't know all the interactions. I don't think AMG know all the interactions that are going to come out. And, you know, and they certainly weren't priced appropriately. So there's bound to be some weird and wonderful things out there. And, you know, there was no ban list. Um, but no, I think I think it went pretty much as well as, as, as we could have hoped. And. And that's with what a fire alarm going off multiple times on the Sunday. Uh, some kids basically to get in in the morning. Well, this is it. Like yes, well, yeah. I don't want to moan too much, but yeah, you know, st- staff um, oversleeping, so we didn't get in on time, which obviously then delayed us with registration. And then uh, we had some uh, kids come running into the shop, and apparently they were trying to nick stuff. They set up a fire alarm, um, so the venue staff were obviously having to deal with that. Um, but I think all the players like took all those delays and those interruptions um, in great spirit, and I think everyone, ho- hopefully, you know, everyone enjoyed the the weekend. I mean, um, I've always been a massive uh, person, uh, sort of. I'm I'm driven by feedback when it comes to running events, good or bad. You know, please tell us how we did. Uh, you can go to the Sift Takers Facebook page and and message us there. Um, I don't mind if people want to message me directly. Um, but you know the sift taker page is better because more people see it uh, and i think the more people that see it you know as a committee as a club committee you know we can take that information on board um, because we want to run you know the sift taker open again and um, possibly other events and, and any feedback good or bad uh, we can take it on board can't promise we can always do what everybody wants us to do because it has to be obviously what we think is best for you know the majority but no, I think um, yeah, all in all, a successful weekend, and you know, uh, well done again, Rich. Obviously, it's I think it's the first like big event that you've um, you've organised, and I think the amount of price support and and varied price support as well. It wasn't just like you know, contact one company and done. You know, I think there was you know, lots and lots of uh, cool prizes on offer, and, and yeah, the lightsaber was a nice touch. Yeah, uh, that was Liam's idea. Um, so uh, credit where it's due. Um, was previously you know we've um done um i think the first to sticker open we did a travel stipend to a european event which we've still got because we've not been mm. able to <laughs> get the winner to a european event um since it's happened um the second one we did a charity donation um and i was like looking at a couple of things um but i was like trying to think of a good 
thing to use as a trophy um and uh just to do something because you know um gold squadron did belts nerf herder like wrestling belt uh nerf herder had done wrestling belts as well um f- from like kind of back um a few years ago and then um you know other other places had started doing them and then um some of the the middle earth strategy games um at element had started doing replicas of the movie swords yeah um for the for the winners and i was chatting with you about it one night wasn't a liam on just over discord while we were playing a, a, a like a casual practice game and you were like oh, what about this and sent me a link and i was like oh they're really expensive and then i was like but i've got an event budget i can just yeah. cut a few corners and squeeze a few bits off here and there and rather than doing this we can do that instead and yeah and i think i did and... also save you a lot of money with your wooden spoon prize didn't i <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um so i don't know if, if anybody hadn't hasn't ever seen it on um doing the rounds on um tts there's a, a, a big yellow you tried star um which is just terribly drawn and <laughs> Um, so we we managed to find an STL file and somebody with a 3D printer ran one off for us, um, and yeah, it was uh, that was our wooden spoon trophy, and it was uh, it was well received by the um, by the strongest man in the room. Um, that wasn't the only thing he got; he did get some other fairly decent prize support for for coming bottom. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was good, and you know the lightsaber is really nice. And the to be honest, the, the suppliers I, I will I will mention them. They're ES sabers. They're called. Um, and they're a UK-based company. They did an engraving. We sent them um, the graphic files for the, um, the the graphic files for the uh, for the logo that we used for the event. Um, and we just sent them uh, over uh, to them and said, you know, can you engrave this on the hilt of that lightsaber, please? And I'm like, yeah, sure, <laughs> no worries. I didn't even we'll notice that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's engraved on there. So we've ruined your nice Obi Wan Kenobi lightsaber. Oh, it's no. gone. <laughs> Let's first get it to Croatia, and then we'll see. <laughs> uh, see if we can get it through Paris. Um, but yeah, so they, they did it, and they were really, really good. And uh, just a, a brief mention to Gary Colton, one of the um, the lads from um, Team Ireland in the XTC from from the Republic, um, who designed that logo for us um, and refused to take any payment for it at all, um, despite me trying to press money on him on multiple occasions. He was just like, no, I'll add your grand. So massive thanks to him. And I hugely, hugely appreciate it. Because, um, you know, um, he gave me it in so many different formats that any time somebody said, have you got a logo? I just sent them the files that he'd sent me and said, does one of these work? And they were like, yep, <laughs> I've got what I need. Thank you. And I didn't have to worry about technology or how different formats of things worked or what different <laughs> people needed. So, um, so, yeah, that was really good. Um, Probably, so, um, sorry, I was going to say, probably worth as well, just um, a shout out uh, again. I don't know if you mentioned it here, but I know I have thanked him as well. But Daryl McDowell, uh, giving up his weekend to judge uh, with us. And uh, we had um, Chris Main as well helped us on Saturday. Um, so yeah, you know, with, with those guys helping us, you know, it was dead easy. And I think, I think that's it. Like if you want, if you want to, uh, TO it's all in the preparation, get all your preparation done, use the good tools like tabletop TO and then get some good people with you. Uh, like who know the rules probably helps. Yeah. Um, so we did mention it a little bit earlier. We are going to be running another Sith Taker Open in 2023. We will be starting planning it in about six months because that's the lead time that these things take. Um, We need to decide where we're going to run it, when we're going to run it, how we're going to run it, um, and all that kind of stuff. But there is going to be an event with the title Sith Taker Open 2023. 
in around about 12 months time. Um, so um, hopefully um, AMG don't have like a system open within a week of us again um, or something like that. But um, if they're having system opens, it's like a first world problem for us to try and deal with. So, you know, we'll work around it. Um, Is that Matthew, one for my birthday as well? Might be. I need to ask Mattia, are you going to come back to defend your crown? Because at the start you said, oh, this might, I'll, t- I'll come to that later. When I said, is, is this going to be your swan song? I mean, this feels like a, a, at least a good position to take a break. I noticed how much, I mean, basically, the reason I managed to win this is because I've, I've been stuck home for the last two years. So I got to play a lot, online a lot. And I think, can I get the five minute segue? Sure. Uh, I think the reason I got so much better at the game because I got uh, I found a really good community to make me better at the game. And since I'm from Croatia, we don't really have a local community. I mean, there's like 10 to 15 of us. We barely scrape together a HTC team. So you you kind of end up playing the same people over and over again. So once online uh, play started, I mean, Rich is probably annoyed everybody here with the resistance. But we truly did build something that's community-based and we all help each other get better in the game. And I think playing online so much basically made me better. But I real so shout out to every single person in that. And I need to remember Matt Coggins because he brought me Cornish pastry, which was very delicious. And it was exactly two bites and I was already full. And and those things were enormous. Like he it brought the, the, they brought me two. Large. Oh yeah, the the guys from Cornwall. Um, so Sean Oakley brought just handed me two, um, on day one, and I was like, how long will these keep for? And he was like, yeah, like a day. I was like, oh right, so I can't take it home and freeze it and have it for dinner another day. So I have to eat it over the weekend. And I ate one of them on the Saturday for my dinner, which is one of the reasons I didn't go out for food with anybody because I was so full. Um, and I, I was just like, I can't eat the other one. I won't, I won't want it. Tim. And Tim was like, yep, that looks like a hangover <laughs> cure to me. <laughs> yeah, it was um, It was good. So good. Anyway, carry on. Do yeah, carry but, on. So basically since and I real, so traveling now to the UK, I basically realized how much I miss travel. And I'm going to probably use, as soon as stuff gets back to normal, I'm basically just going to be away every weekend and burn all my vacation days on other stuff. So this feels like a good time to put the X-Wing on the back burner until stuff, until I, I until I get my fill of other travel. And then, I mean, in a year, I could be back. Once you've done some other stuff. Yeah. I mean, you enjoy the game. That's the thing, you know, yeah. and... It doesn't have to be your only game because you play Marvel. Yeah, Yo, I yeah, I ended up I, Warhammer. Yeah, to be fair, I, I ended up. I only actually play X Wing in tournaments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, when I'm playing other stuff, I'm, if I'm playing casual games or something else, I'm I prefer at this point I prefer Marvel if I just want to play something. Yeah, yeah, for casual. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um. Right. Um, we've been going on for a little bit, Matty, and I know it's getting quite late for you and you've just come off the back of a bit of a bit of a long haul yeah, bounce back to Croatia from, from Stockport. Um so um I just want to say thank you for coming on. Um what I do what I do want to ask you is um you've said you're probably not gonna do tournaments, so you might, you know, take a little bit of an ease back from it or whatever. But if you were gonna go to a tournament now, what list would you fly? I mean, you're not going to use the same one again. Uh, current rules or new rules? 
let's say new rules. What we know of new rules. What are you going for? Triple, say... res- triple aces resistance. Three resistance aces. If if they don't ban Han, then Han points easy. I think probably. Well, the answer depends on how much the scoring will depend on objectives. If it's only objectives, then it's five A wings. If if they don't really matter that much, then it's back to beef. But if it's a balance of both, I think triple aces, especially one that can literally start on an objective and basically give you a tiny advantage even on the beginning with, would be something I would use. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a great list. I mean, there was people fl- basically flying that this weekend, but like na- the Naked Ray pose easy version and that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, I think it is going to be good in new rules, isn't it? But, you know, anyway, thank you. Right. I think we're going to try need and to wrap ask the questions. Oh, I need to ask the questions. Have you got like another 10 minutes to talk yeah, about yeah, how yeah. your don't, brain don't works? Yeah, I have as much as you want. Okay, good. good. You don't need sleep, do you? Sleep is fine. Uh, it's not like I got any sleep the last two days. The, the third <laughs> one won't help anyway. <laughs> Okay, so we try and ask um, questions of guests. So thank you, Liam, for reminding me about um, how your thought process works. Um, so Badly. When you, when you approach a game, I'm not going to get a serious answer here. It's fine. Um, so, when the, um, so when you approach a game um, at two points, first of all, when you first set up opposite your, your, your opponent and then during actually, say, the mid-game, kind of or how like as the game progresses what's your thought process as you go through like back to dials as you start each turn so before you start the game and then as you start each turn do you think about your ships first your opponent ships first game state how how does your brain work so i i think i i don't know if that's a disadvantage or not but i don't really think long term I know, uh, I, I know I should focus on win conditions and I do focus on the win conditions. I know what my state is. I know what my next move needs to be, but I prefer to react. I'm not somebody that's going to go, okay, in 10 terms, I want, in 10 terms, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I prefer to react to the opponent and figure out what's the maximum I could achieve on this turn and without doing something that's going to dis- end up in a disaster in the next turn. But I prefer focusing on the short term compared to the long term. Okay, so you're always thinking about how can I develop my position next turn or over the next turn or two? Yeah, basically, I, I noticed that uh, what I like to do in most game, most games is uh, to reduce the number of possibilities. So if there's any chance of me to tra- trading with anybody else, I will always take the great trade because the more ships you take away, the less potential moves the opponent has just through the possibilities they have with less dials, less sections, less everything. And that's a situation you can more easily control because there's less factors. So I'm always yeah. looking to reduce the game as quick as possible. And then I, I'm, it's easier for me to pick the correct maneuver next. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean it's interesting because we get, you know, what one of the responses we got from from Tom was uh, Tom Reed was that he is always thinking about how can he mitigate damage 
or impact to his list. So he his his first thought in every given round is what's the worst thing that can happen to me now? Um and how do I avoid that? I plan so, to die. I think planning to die is easier for me and then it's like okay, I'm losing that ship. What I'm what am I making you pay to take to take my ship away? Yeah. So that's why we see the four straight barrel roll focus to get as much distance as possible so that you can bring your other ships in behind to so say if you're going to go and get my ship that means you have to do it like in your game against Azagal, um where you you know ran with uh, the red squadron um because yeah. you were basically saying in in the last turn you were basically saying to um to Azagal, if you're going to come after my red squadron you have to boost so that you don't get a token um for your uh for your shot because you'll probably not get range one of anything um so you'll not get any re-rolls you need to boost to get it to uh to get a shot and that then gave you the win condition to go and get half points on nim on the other side of the board yeah um so you were saying if you're going to come and kill this ship or if you're going to come and or whatever i'm going to make you work for it as hard as you possibly can yeah i mean um, i plan on losing them but it's the question of will you pay more than i'm willing to lose yeah okay cool um so is 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 that kind of the same so when you're at turn zero do you think about what they want like when you're setting up rocks and stuff do you think about what they want with their list do you think about what you want with your list or do you yes. see how it unfolds yeah i mean basically my my since my list uh, well it depends on the list i fly but this one just wants to clear up the field and joust so if i'm playing against somebody that wants to clear out the joust i'm, I'm basically gonna i'm more focusing on messing it up for my opponent that I, that I am focusing on doing it well for myself okay yeah because so. I, I i think i can adjust to a bad situation better than that a good situation helps me yeah i, I find myself defaulting to chucking the rocks to the far side of the board which um, is a lot for this list 90 percent of the time the correct choice yeah just um, just line them up along their deployment zone go on then <laughs> two to left corner two to right corner two to left corner two to right corner and then one's kind of somewhere range two out from the, from the board edge but place depending on where they've put other rocks yeah um if everyone yeah. could just put them in the middle that would be nice yeah i mean angry there's... nantics noises <laughs> there's some... and snare. <laughs> there's some lists like um like oj's list with han um han just wants rocks kind of equally spread around the board please thank you very much um that would be nice so that wherever i go i'm within range one of one um and one of the things i noticed in the final was that you kept shepherding him away from the rocks yeah you kept forcing him to turn out so that he lost his re-rolls was that deliberate or was that just the yeah, way that the so game was unfolding you, you'll notice in round three or four I basically give him shots into me and I don't even try to turn in. And it was like, okay, I'm going to lose a couple of shields here, but it's going to pay off because next turn he's going out of the rocks. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can put the pedal down and put three arcs across the Falcon or keep forcing him to boost away so that he's losing his modifications and he's getting away from Jake as well, um, which is important, taking him away from his support. So cool. That's really interesting and good to hear. Um, I think, Liam, have you got anything else you wanted to ask Matthew or you wanted to talk about? Uh, I wanted to stroke my own ego and ask him 
who his hardest opponent was. I mean, no offense to anybody else, but it was Ernestas by uh, Country Mile. I hate you. That's rude. You no, said I was. I, 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 uh, <laughs> if if anybody has the time, go watch the stream game. For, to me, it was the best game I played over the tournament and the most intense one. No, that's fair. I think. Uh, I think overall, if anyone's listening and hasn't considered it before or hasn't just given it a miss, I would definitely uh, encourage you all to come to the next Earth uh, Taker Open. It was 116 people, which yeah. is like a massive, massive, unrivaled system open in America. And that's just a small local store in uh, Stockport. So the, the people you meet is great. Uh, whether it's top tables or bottom tables, you don't have a bad time. There's always beer, good people, games on the side. If you want to play something else, it's perfect. It's been one of it, this has been my favourite X-wing event, and I've I mean, won others. I'm seeing the, um, the the pictures of people starting to put up now, where they've brought all their um, their collections of things that they got home, and they've put them all out on a mat or a table or something, and then taken a picture of them, put them up on the internet, and it's like I recognise a lot of the stuff because it's you know here's the stuff I won for doing well or whatever. But then there's just all this random stuff, and a you know that's 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 the thing that people do for national level events, big X wing events, you know, alt art cards, tokens, three D printed ships, all sorts of things that people are just bringing along and handing out to their opponents. And I, I just love that. Just the, I mean, Connor Holmes with his shot glasses. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> what was in that shot? I don't. It tasted know. like motor oil. It was Whiskey. spicy petrol. It was spicy petrol. It was Johnny Walker, wasn't it? Johnny I don't Walker, care. Black label. Yeah, he walked so. over to me and he was like, Liam, there's something wrong with your shot glass. I was like, what? Has he got a crack in it? And he just poured alcohol in it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> um, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> you are now. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Ben, did you have anything else that you wanted to ask or chat about? No, it's fine. I, I'm just safe, people. Try the heavy. It's not as bad as you think. Yeah, it's decent. Your your list, Litten Litten Wampa Interceptors, is is a filthy thing. Um, really, really, really can do rude things to people. It's also uh, black box. It's black box legal as well. Oh, is it? Yep. So is mine. Oh, horrible. (laughs) Benny's not. Benny's not black box legal. I'm sad. Cries. I was looking forward to new rules with Venny. What's that? You you kill me by taking my focuses off me? How about I just bump into you and take a focus anyway? Well, why don't you do something similar, like like with your bomb control and stuff, and take Nim? Oh no, Nim's not legal. No, no, nothing fun is legal. That's the problem. Uh, and snare is. <laughs> oh, true. For now, resistance for now, token. yeah. Resistance token sharing, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> Separate token sharing. Yeah, um, <laughs> my my list has got no upgrades to worry about being priced out. Pretty much. <laughs> um, I have just noticed that um, AMG, by the way, did spoiler some cards from the Pride of Mandalore card pack that ninety percent of the country has already got in their houses. So uh, we're not going to talk about those. Um, Tim, did you have anything else you wanted to chat or ask about while we've got some good guests on? Nope. No, I think that's pretty much all it. Uh, just say, um, you know, congratulations again to Mattia and Liam. Uh, try harder next time. Uh, yeah. Fair. Um, you have to bring a try hard list, aren't I, instead of my, my home brew. 
your homebrew tryhard list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, shout out to Bonnie, bro. Um, uh, we're not even got through all of that yet. We're we're in the we're in the early stages of the wind down, Liam. Don't worry about it. It's going to be going on for a while yet. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so um, I kind of done a bunch of thank yous. Well, the last thing I want to talk about with the open is um, we appreciate feedback. Um, positive and negative um, if you or not negative constructive um, so if there's something that you felt that we could have done better um, please um, either email it to us on sithtakerxwing at gmail.com or ping one of us on discord or on facebook um, could stop that rather... Tim King guy being mean to me over the microphone can't do that never I didn't um, have a mic I want a microphone next time well you can run it then that's fine I'll play no sounds good I do the online things. You can do the real things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, if you can send it to us, um, then please do. Um, we're going to compile feedback. So we've already got some feedback for the venue. We've got some other feedback for um, other things as well that we're going to to work through. Um, but if we can compile it all and send it in one lot, then that's really handy. So we'll wait about a week um, before the dust is settled for the dust to settle before we do that um so yeah if you do have anything that you want us to feedback um either to ourselves directly to the venue whatever please just let us know um and uh, and we'll include it um ben's just mentioned online x-wing um sith taker league on tts has uh, restarted uh, pairings are up i've got a win already thank you um <laughs> champion top of the league top oh of the you've got briefly You've got Oliver Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got the bye. <laughs> uh. Oh, I'm not even sorry, Ollie. You deserve this. Don't <laughs> stop stop playing me in tournaments. Um, all right. Um so Matthew, you've done a bunch of shout outs already. Mazzy, um, Ernestus, Dale, Ollie. Any other shout outs you want to do? Uh, I'm probably forgetting people. So if I didn't shout you out, I I forgot. I, there's probably like twenty more names I should say, but I'm blanking out at this moment. Just the whole resist tank. Uh, the, the, I'm, I'm gonna repeat. This list is the result of thirty people. I was just the person flying it. I could go through literally every upgrade and say I took this upgrade because this person told me how to use it. It's literally like that. It's like a collective. It's, it's like the a, collective, I'm just the end product. It's a 1970s hippie commune. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Liam, have you any shout-outs? You've already done Board and Brom, so don't do it again. Uh, I'm going to shout-out you and Tim for running a great event. Uh, every one of my opponents, uh, anyone that came up to me, acknowledged me. Uh, I'm sorry if I looked at you blankly. Uh, I've got an awful memory as it is, and I was incredibly hungover on Saturday. So apparently I had like several conversations with Matt Coggins. I didn't even know he was at the event. So Oh, he's, he yeah. he was the little he was a little man with a Somerset accent wearing a yellow t shirt with a pineapple on it. And the I say little man, I mean he's 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 a, he's average height, just you know, compared to you. He's you know. Oh, so you say little man, I'm expecting like uh Nick Harris height. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Honestly, Nick got so many short jokes that by the end of the event, he was just standing on a chair. I know. I didn't. Have you seen? I have actually made a meme about it as well. It's really good. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> seen it. Um, all right. Thank you, Liam. Thank you for the, your kind words. Um, ben, have you no any shout outs? Uh, just again, all my opponents and um, 
my last game I played in in the road. I think it's called Seth. I'm not very good with names. We we just laughing and shouting at each other, and I always enjoy that. And um, I can't think. Of, I can't remember any more names of people, so I'm just going to give up before I get it wrong. <laughs> oh no, um, Arno. Um, he stopped. He beat me in the last round, and then we played again in the road. If you look on uh, TTO, just look at his club affiliation. It made me laugh. Well, Arno. Oh yeah, I, the, I can't the, read it out right now. Yeah, the one that we can't say. Yeah. Um, oh right, bear with me. Is it a we can't say? Oh, yeah, there's or... going to be a bunch of bubble freak noises. There's going to be a bunch of bubble freak noises. There's no point. This. <laughs> so don't bother. <clears throat> oh, you mean the incredible dice? Hey, hey. Thanks, Liam. Um, and you then, know we can uh, always stop having you on, Liam. Oh, that's not a bad idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> not uh, what you Tim. said on the Friday night, Tim. I, again, I don't remember that. <laughs> Tim, have you any shout you wanted? I got rid of him. No, that's uh, yeah, that's me all done. I think um, yeah. Uh, just have you just booted him out of the chat, Ben? Yeah. <sighs> oh, here he's back again. Did you did you drop in a huff, Liam? No, someone kicked me. All right, okay. It was me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, um, I I I've done a big round of thank yous. I w- want to just shout out um the Sith Takers um as a as a group um it's quite a big group um if we count everybody who has ever or irregularly or regularly comes and plays X Wing at Element um and and a few from bro- uh, wider field um. We have a committee of people who get elected every year because um, obviously we, we try and run big stuff. So it's good to have some official um, things behind it. Um, so I want to thank um, Ben, who's uh, Ben, Sean, Johnny and Tom, uh, who are the current uh, members of the committee, along with myself. Um, and then Tim gives us constant support with all of the event stuff and has previously been committee, but isn't currently. Um so it's uh, as as a group, kind of the the five committee plus Tim um, have been incredibly supportive um, with everything that we've tried to do with the open, and they basically just trust us um, and say, yeah, it's grand, crack on, you know. Um, you know, as Ben has started enjoying saying, have you checked that with the committee? Um, <laughs> haven't I just taken saying yes um, because he doesn't really care, um, and it's good that we've got that amount of trust that you know we can just go off and and run the events. Um, if you do it wrong, you then we can. We can blame it on you. Yeah, and we've got a constitution, so if we're being <laughs> terrible, you can remove us through an annual general meeting. It's very official. <laughs> it's written by a lawyer as well. Um, <laughs> a barrister, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to thank those guys as well as everybody that have already thanked and all the players and everybody that's come along. Um, so, yeah. Um, so that's everything said and done. Um, I'm just going to run down goodbye. So, first of all, it's going to be goodbye from Matcha. Congratulations again and cheerio. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, and I hope you get your lightsaber at some point. Ooh, from well, the I'm going to have it on that one. <laughs> and you had to post it. No, uh, no it... so basically I had the connecting flight in Paris, but the layover was 25 minutes and it just didn't make it in time. Oh, because so. they, they forced me to put it in the baggage, on, on, in the plane, because I would hijack a plane with it, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Look, they won't even let you have tweezers. You could definitely do it with a lightsaber. Especially if you made the noises. <laughs> Honestly, um, I, 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 
genuinely think that the first thing he said was they knew what it was and they just wanted to play with it for a bit. Yeah, it's fine. We'll post it at the expense of the airline. Let's have a bit of a laugh. Keep it overnight so we can turn it on in the dark warehouse. It'll be all good. Um, Second, so, uh, the, the lightsabers look amazing in the dark. Yeah, they do. I, mean, I, really, I, was, I really want one now. <laughs> I was watching the, the the video that's up of me failing at beer, but it <laughs> looks so real, the light itself. It's good. It's amazing. Right, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get everyone to say bye-bye now. So um, who have I done? I've done Matt yet. Have I done anybody else? Nope, not me. We interrupted you. All right. We'll say cheerio to Ben. Cheerio to Ben. Uh, and Liam. To and Liam. Liam. And Tim. Doodles. <laughs> and from me, cheerio. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>